4: Hello and welcome to Joy Newsroom. This bulletin is live on Joy News Channel on YouTube, on all our social media platforms, as well as Channel 421 on DSTV. My name is Mamisi Yamiche Thompson. Coming up, some personnel of the Ghana Immigration on Patrol Duties of the Aplau border, attacked by some unknown persons who pelted stones at them, resulting in some injuries of three members of the team who are currently receiving treatment at a health facility. With just two days to the Kumeru by-election, the governing new patriotic party is set to hold its final rally in the Ashanti region. We'll take you there live and hear the latest. And also in this bulletin, we'll explore the art and craft of emceeing. I am M.A.C. Thompson. Please stay for details. And to our first story, some personnel of the Ghana Immigration on patrol duties at the Aflao border have been attacked by some unknown persons who pelted them with stones. The attack resulted in serious injuries of three members of the team who are currently receiving treatment at the Ketu South Municipal Hospital. One bystander sustained injuries from a gunshot as the patrol team fired warning shots to disperse the crowd. The Ghana Immigration Service has a statement on this let us bring that to you now. We'll bring you that statement shortly, but let's go on the line now. Joining us is the head. Of Public Affairs of the Ghana Immigration Service, pretend Michael Amwakwata. You're welcome to join you, soon, Mr. Atta. Um, can you help us understand exactly what happened on the day?
5: Yeah, thank you for the opportunity and good afternoon to the viewers. Like uh, in this, uh, last Friday, around uh, 11 p.m., some unknown assailant killed. Those are officers who were on patrol duty at uh, a popular piece known as the plan, which normally is an unapproved piece. So we placed officers who protect the, the, the area against muddlers and other abuse. And the soldiers said that they tried defending them, but so they were throwing stones at us, there some getting hurt So they have we, to be warning he dispersed the crowd. which included the police research uh, I were in And in that event, like a three of our officers were injured, including advice and the two or two in The four have mm, seen at the city was prepared, And currently at the street, they have been dispatched and approved. And meanwhile, the command has set up and take it is to look into the species and to try to be able to identify the faces behind the attack. And interestingly, our plow command is one of the commands that we have is very good, because we with the community members, including the traditional leaders and some groups. So we think it is very unfortunate in the line of duty. But then, once we are there to defend, uh, Cross but crime, they be in part of the good scheme. community relations that we have. We may be certain on one or two codes because our person is in a to their legal business. So we take that as part of the hazards that we think. But then, uh, like management is saying, we are appealing to officers to remain calm and we regularly ask at the borders as we see what can be done to their sanity Back to the command.
4: Right. We also understand that other security agencies present at the time of the attack did nothing to help these officers. How true is that?
5: Yes, in fact, I know how to see this, but I said, like, um, in the we bring all these things out. And then the proper thing to do was to push the outcome of the security. So I'll be that you wait for the report to come, and then our witness will fight. Right. Uh,
4: what is the immigration service doing to prevent f- future attacks of this nature?
5: Yeah, so um, we, we, we are in touch with the community leaders. these uh, are in the community, and they will also be talking to their members. And when the command is talking to their communities, again, I think, and all obvious that has could be true and that this could in the rational mind we need to know how to sustain it the result out of this so we have
4: talking just and we know how to do happen very grateful for your time here Um Head of Public Affairs at the Ghana Immigration Service Chief Superintendent Michael Amwakwata there i move on the NDC flag John Mahama says the base of the NDC is energized and poised to win the 2024 general election. According to him, his recent campaign tour over all the 275 constituencies ahead of the party's presidential and parliamentary primaries pushed the members to redouble their efforts for victory in the next election at a Thanksgiving service at the Ringway Gospel Centre Assemblies of God Church. The former president called for hard work and unity among the party ahead of the polls.
6: In 2020 we went again for the election and again we lost and again we came here after the Supreme Court case and we gave thanks to God for his mercy and in protecting us and as I said his ways, our ways are not his ways but on hindsight when I think about it I believe that we owe him a debt of gratitude that we didn't win in 2020. We would have been given these haircuts and all this IMF Wahala. And he said, look, this is not the time, my children. You stand aside. And we know that he will make things well in his own time. So this is just the first step. We held primaries. Many people had said, we don't need to waste resources so that we can apply those resources to the main election, and so I should be allowed to go unopposed and all that. And that's why when I gave my acceptance speech, I thanked my opponent, I thanked Dr. Dufo, and I thanked Mayor Kojo for participating in the primaries, even though Dr. Dufour withdrew at the last minute when he saw that. I mean, it was going to be a a, a tsunami, so. (laughs) But if if he hadn't filed and he was unopposed, it would not have compelled us to do the rounds that we did. And when we did those rounds, and I saw our delegates, and the excitement and the passion with which they came to the events that we went to, I think that that exercise in going round really helped the party, because it has shaken the base of the party and prepared the party and made it ready for what we're going to confront in 2024. And so we thank God again for that, that um, our colleagues participated in the primaries
4: And with just two days to the Kumel by-election, the governing new patriotic party is set to hold its final rally in the Ashanti region. Expected that a rally are some big woods of the party. Join us now from the ground is a uh, correspondent, Oheming Terrier. Oheming, bring us to speed on what is happening currently.
7: Yes and uh, today appear to be the last day for political
8: campaign ahead of uh, Tuesday's by election. So all the candidates, uh, be it independent or the political parties, are ramping up their uh, political activities here in Kumeru Perhaps beyond uh, today, what they can only do is to do house to house or engage their electors one-on-one behind me you can see the stage is set for the new patriotic party's uh, rally today in kumawu and i'm told the ndc equally is holding uh, two rallies one at bodomase and then another also at oyoko They're independent candidates uh, they Kwekwudwia, who contested the late MP, I learned he's also holding a rally in one of the communities here. Uh, Something that we are yet to confirm. But the second independent candidate, this is the first time I have seen his posters uh, springing up in the constituency. I've seen some vehicles and um, boss with his con- uh, posters in the constituency. And I-, I can tell you security has also been beefed up in the Kumau uh, constituency as well. There are a lot of police presence that I've seen, a couple of uh, military officers uh, who are also providing security in the constituency. Uh, so uh, from... My my point of view as a reporter i will say Aye. that all the political parties and the candidates Aye. are gearing up for tuesday's uh, by elections Aye. but one thing Aye. that remains significant Aye. is the fact that the electoral commission one, two, three, says it has been compelled uh, to change the symbol of the one independent uh, one of the independent candidates uh, for the tuesday's uh, by election after the candidate uh, Dua failed uh, to change his symbol that conflicted with another independent candidate the one who contested in the 2020 by-elections uh, with the uh, former mp uh, philip basua uh, so that has been the news here in the kumau uh, constituency
1: well
4: or so with him refusing to change his symbol does it come with some repercussions
8: Uh, according to the Ashanti Regional Director of the Electoral Commission, Benjamin Bando Bill, there were arrangements for the independent candidates uh, to change uh, his symbol because according to him, the CI127 requires that Electoral Commission approve all the symbols used by political parties and that of independent candidates and so the 20 uh, mr quakudia who contested the late mp in 2020 had his symbol in 2020 and that of the by election approved by the electoral commission and when the ec uh, call on the independent candidate, the second one, Kwekuduya, uh, to change uh, his symbol because it's conflicted with that of the first independent candidate, reneged. And according to him, the first notice of form that was circulated in the media is that of a draft you know, undertaken by the EC. That wasn't far Now He says that was to allow the candidates uh, to change or amend their symbols or their uh, uh, photos that of the ndc the ndc candidate in the person of Mankwa he says uh, changes photograph But when the EC called on the second independent candidate to change uh, his symbol, he refused. Uh, So in the last days, the EC was compelled uh, to take a decision on this. And now, Mr. Kwakudria, the second independent candidate who will appear on the ballot uh, with all the contesting candidates, uh, will have his uh, symbol changed from a falcon to a hole. That is the decision of the Electoral Commission, and that is binding. So, uh, on Tuesday, when the electorates in the Kuma'u constituency goes to the polls to elect their member of parliament for Kuma'u, uh, they will see uh, first on the ballot, Ernest Yao Enim, uh, followed by that of uh, the NDC's uh, candidate, Kwesi Then, we have Kwa who they will see in the kente cloth uh, uh, with a dove uh, as his symbol and another who will also appear on the ballot with a hole as a symbol. So that the two coerquidrias appear in Kenteclov. That perhaps is what the electorates have been complaining bitterly before the Electoral Commission took the decision uh, to change uh, the last independent candidate's symbol. Uh, they, they believe that it could be one of the political machinations uh, to reduce the vote margin of Mr. Who contested the late MP and pulled 11,600 and over votes in the 2020 elections? I have some of the uh, new Patriotic Party supporters here. Uh, Jerry, out for the uh, rally. Let me find out from them how prepared they are. So, he seems to be in high mode now. What is happening here? Yeah, we are here to support our presidential candidates, which is Mr. Dr.
9: NSC Awenim. We are rallying our support behind him. To a mass victory for him in the coming by elections in Kumeru.
8: Okay, so it's good that you talk about the fact that you are supporting the MPP's uh, candidates. Uh, are you aware of a poll that was, has come, just come out that the uh, MP candidate, the MPP candidates are likely to uh, garner not less than 56 percent? Uh, how, how does it make you feel? How do you feel uh, to have a, a such a poll coming just three days to the elections? Yeah, we trust We trust that poll and then we right. are very Optimistic, but we
9: got on our side, we are going to a mass victory. Yeah, we trust that pool, That we are going to
8: exceed even more than that 56 yeah, percent. estimation. So, you think that you will register more than 56 percent of the votes? Well, sure. what, what, what makes you assume this
1: way? What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
9: oh you can see the support everything the enthusiasm in the constituency also and then just passing the, the demise of our former parliamentary candidate mr Philip basua so we are all optimistic yeah we are massing votes and victory come tuesday yeah
8: Oh, okay. Uh, It's good. So these are some of the supporters here in the Kumawu constituency. Uh, Give us uh, these high hopes that they they, they, they believe that the NPP candidate will surely uh, carry the day. Let me. You are Tesco member, right? Exactly. Oh, I see. Uh, So why Tesco here? This is perhaps a a, a, a contest in the Kumawu constituency and not for the outsiders.
4: Yeah, we are under NPP, and as we are the Tesco for Ashanti region constituency so we are here to support and we know that in all we the Tesco members we are the youth of the NPP so we will help this constituency and this election by election we know that Mr. Yao and him will win
8: all right so Ma'am see that has been the euphoria here in the Kumau constituency uh, everybody, every uh, lick and tom in the MPP is putting uh, his or her weight behind uh, the party uh, to win this election. Uh, very soon, the President, Nana de Dankwa uh, will mount the podium uh, to canvass for votes for the new patriotic uh, member uh, of parliament uh, as parent here in the Kumau constituency.
4: Before you go, uh, can you also brief out the mood among the opposition party, the NDC, what may be going on uh, in their camp? What's happening there? Yes, uh, as I said
8: earlier, the National Democratic Congress would hold uh, two rallies, one at Bodomasi and another at Oyoko. I learned that the NDC's uh, National Chairman, Johnson Siedun Ketia, as well as the national uh, general secretary uh, will also be here uh, don't forget last friday former president john Dramadi Mahama was here uh, to lead the campaign for the ndc uh, so ndc is also well represented and they are uh, camped in, in bodomasi and Oyoko as they prepare for their rallies very grateful.
4: for him interior will be coming to you later in the day for updates of What's happening in Kuma? We're grateful for your time. Meanwhile, a poll conducted by the Global Info Analytics is predicting victory for the MPP candidate, saying he's taking a commanding lead in the election. The poll shows him leading his closest challenger by 56% to 17%. Let us show you the summary of their work now. Now, if you look at the executive summary that is presented on your screens, it says the closing poll for the Kumeo by-election shows the ruling party's candidate, Ernest Enim, taking a commanding lead in the poll two days before the by-election. Ernest Enim led his closest challenger at the independent candidate 56.5% to 16.8%. The main opposition NDC's candidate, Kwesi Amankwa uh, is in third position with 12.1%. Kwekudia, another independent, with 0.6% of votes. 8.7% of voters are undecided, while 5.4% say they will not vote. Also, when likely voters' model is used, NSRNM is likely to obtain 66% of the votes. Kwekudia, 20%. Kwe Siamankwa, 14%, and Kwe 1%. And then the third point says approximately 36% of voters said they would likely be influenced by the late road projects being undertaken in the constituency. The poll found that 65% of voters who said they are likely to be influenced by the project intend to vote for NSDRA name and, and 61% of those said They are unlikely to be influenced, also intend to vote for him. On the question of whether the government treated the late MP unfairly, only 26% of the voters agree, while 62% disagree, and 12% did not have an opinion. Also, political observers believed the race will be tight as the late MP won his 2020 race marginally. Additionally, analysts believe that with the current economic crisis... Voters could be given a bloody, you know, a, a, a nose report treat to its slim majority in Parliament if the seat is lost. Now, joining us via Zoom is pollster and head of global research at Global Info Analytics Limited, Musa Dankwa. Musa, I mean, it's, it's an interesting poll, but can you please shed light on, it seems there's already... Um, the majority you know for a name on this uh, on, on this research and why do you think that
10: right thank you very much for having me um I think it's very clear that uh, the voters have been involved have been influenced by the list work that the government was doing there if you look at the number of people who said they were going to be influenced by it about 36 percent of which 20 65 uh, percent said they would vote or they would intend to vote for the NP's candidate If you translate that, it it, it comes to about 23% of all voters who are going to vote for the MPP candidate purely on the basis that they've seen some progress being done there.
4: What does this say for the other candidates? I mean, should this always be the trend where there's some form of um, development going on to influence voters or there are other issues or aspects of this campaign that is influencing their decision to vote for Mr. Ening
10: Right. Again, if you look at the, uh, the historical record of MPP in the constituency, especially in 2020, they have different candidates in the person of uh, uh, Honorable Paso, the late. Now, he may be a different person from any in terms of style and personality. In fact, in October when we interviewed people in the constituency, about 74% of them said they were floating voters. This time around, seventy two percent said they are now MP voters. So probably the former MP didn't enthuse them and that this current MP is probably is having some kind of magic wand and doing something that the other guy couldn't do. Um on what they can do, it's not too late. These are the polls and views of voters as at yet today. Will be indicated in the poll that each candidate is doing well or doing worse. What they could do is to pick the polls, look at the electoral areas that they are doing poorly, target those areas, and mount a heavy campaign there that could boost their numbers. The polls are always polls. What matters is what happens on election day.
4: It's going to make any difference. It's just two days to the election. Um, that would be very difficult.
10: Um, they, they can improve it slightly, and also it depends on how they put the, the the campaign strategy. I think it's too late. I mean, it's two days left in the in the campaign. You haven't got much to do. To be afraid. I mean, I'm afraid.
4: In, indeed, we're grateful for your for your time. But before you go, um, I'd like to know from you um, what issues are going to play out here with the elections in two in two days. Ooh, you
10: know, every by election is different, and usually by elections are opportunity for the voters. To really punish the government, usually, if that violation has been held in the swing areas. But when it's been held in your stronghold, there's nothing really to read, uh, to be read from that.
4: Right. I, I'm very grateful for your time, sir, here on the Joe Newsroom. Let's go on the lines now and speak to the NPP's communications director, um, who is currently standing with our correspondent, um, Ojim interior there. And so, if okay, him Teria, if you can hear me, let's let's ask mr here about what his um, views are on the current situation at uh, Kumeu.
8: All right, so uh,
9: it's
4: interesting
8: to uh, have Mr. I about the National Communications Director of the MPP here. L- l- let me find out from you, the Global Info Analytics uh, Survey that puts the MPP's candidates winning this election 56%. Per- uh, as a political party, what does this mean to you and your party?
11: Well, thank you very much. Um, our estimate for the election on Tuesday... Um, is different from what Global Info Analytics has estimated. Um, uh, they just indicated I have concerns about their work, uh, but on this one, their instinct is in the right direction. Of it course, it's a given that the New Patriotic Party will win uh, this election. Um, as to his estimate, I don't think that's our estimate. We are hoping to win uh, with a much bigger margin. But generally speaking, his instinct is in the right direction. Right.
8: One, your political argue that why should this election for instance take the presence of the sitting president and the vice president to be campaigning for an area that seems to be so comfortable for you when it comes to elections this should be uh, a no starter for the president and the vice president to be campaigning for uh, MPPs candidates, right? Well, those who
11: say that are those who take voters for granted. We don't. We're interested in making sure that the voters understand that we appreciate what is it they are doing, and we don't take them for granted. So we're deploying everything that can be deployed to make sure that we earn the votes, and that's why we're confident that when on Tuesday the vote is counted, we'll be able to win with a bigger margin than is estimated. So for us, it's, it's, it's normal. I mean. I don't see anybody who would say that what is your your strength, what your backyard is, you will just handle it anyhow. I don't think it, it shows respect. I don't think it shows appreciation. We want to do the right thing. And I said earlier that, you know, the level of enthusiasm and energy you are seeing in our party uh, constitute the vision of the new leadership of the party you see. So going forward, this is the drive you're going to see the MPP bring to any form of election to make sure we win. And if we're telling you we're breaking the eight in 2024, it cannot be child's play. We're serious and we're starting from our backyard and we're taking it everywhere else. This is
8: your letter word, bank. Kumau is a safe seat for the MPP. Why should this involve the president? Why should this involve the vice president? Well, you know very well that you have the power
11: to win this seat? Well, the people of Kumau voted for the president exceedingly, if for nothing at all. And if he comes here to show appreciation to the people of Kumau, I don't think it's it's, 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 uh, it's bad. And so, but beyond that, uh, it is for us to show the people that we appreciate them and recognize that they are the sovereign people. They have the mandate and they, they give it to us and we want to show them that we are appreciate that. So it's important. I am I am at a loss if anybody thinks that we should just sit at home and have the people vote for us. We have come here to earn the vote and I can guarantee you we'll earn the vote on Tuesday. Do you see the presence of the independent candidate
8: as a threat to your candidates? Because in the 2020 elections, he pulled 11,000 39% against 56 from the incumbent MP Then,
11: Well, you know, the, the undoing of the independent candidate started the very day the party united and elected um, a candidate for this uh, race uh, in the person of Ennis Yawenim. Uh, that's when his undoing happened. He had a chance to actually abandon that cause. You know, he's a party person. And what happened in 2020 was because there were personality clashes in the constituency that led to his, um, his emergence but that there is no basis for that anymore he has no grounds he has no claim to advance the the claim he's making to want to run as an independent candidate his position is null and void as a party member it will be it will be better for him to withdraw from the race and join the ranks of the party to make sure that tomorrow on Tuesday we elect NSEAWENIM as the party's candidate to represent Kumawu in parliament so he's not a threat to us at all um, if, if he knows if, if you ask me uh, Uh, And somebody can talk to him, he should take good advice and withdraw from the race because it's not going to be uh, what he saw in 2020. He's completely going to lose this election and I think that he probably would have lost his standing as a party member and the morality that he had in 2020 to be able to canvass for votes the way he did as an independent candidate, he's lost that ground and I think that if he he knows what is good for him, politically he would have withdrawn from the race Is it fair to say that with just three days to the by-election, somebody who has stood and campaigned on the ground seeking the mandates of the people should withdraw from the race. I was a suggestion. I'm not forcing him. I'm not mandating him. I'm just saying that if I were him, that's what I would do. Long before now but it's not too late. If he has a chance, I think you should do that because there is no basis. What happened in 2020 for reasons I told you about personality clashes, there was a basis. But now, that basis has completely been invalidated. The party is standing as one in Kumau and so we are moving forward as one party. He needed to join the bandwagon of the new patriotic party. If he doesn't want to, it's his call. But I, if I were him, um, I would do that. And that's a humble advice, not a not a force for him to draw. Yes, uh, Just uh, this is. Information from the Electoral Commission that the EC
8: has been compelled to change the symbol of the second independent candidate on the notice of poll. What we saw earlier was the two Koyakurias represented by a dove and a falcon, which appears to be confusing the electorates in the constituency.
10: This is Chief Robert Conti of the Metropolitan Police Department. The truth is, traffic deaths are up in DC. But I'm encouraged that we can change this outcome with a quick solution. Anytime you're in a car, buckle up. Seatbelts are lifesavers. Let's make Vision Zero a reality in D.C. because together, our roads can be free of tragedy. D.C. police are enforcing seatbelt laws throughout the city. Click it or tick
2: it. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com post. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you.
7: at ZipRecruiter.com slash post. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash post. ZipRecruiter.com slash post wake up people you're optimizing every waking hour of your life from carpooling kids
9: to work to friends and everything in between you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do meet the next generation sleep number smart bed it effortlessly adjusts to your shape position and movements learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night sleep next level only from sleep number save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed plus special financing ends monday to learn more go to sleepnumber.com see store for details
8: as a party who is going into this pool with all these candidates,
11: what do you make of these uh, happenings ahead of the elections? Well, the electoral commission does its job, we do our job. The new patriotic party, our symbol is the elephant, we brought it. We don't have any control over the EC, so they must do their job, we're doing ours. All right. uh, thank you. That is uh, Mr. Richard I hear
8: about the national communications director of the new patriotic party, uh, sharing his views on what the party uh, makes of, for instance, the happenings in the constituency ahead of two uh, by elections. Uh, he also touched on the fact that, as a party, the party cares less about the information or news about the electoral commission compelling the uh, in one of the independent candidates uh, to change uh, his symbol. Uh, so, for now, uh, this has been your uh, reporter or interior from the Kumau constituency. Uh, from Kumau, we we move to Podomasi and Oyoko uh, to also uh, monitor what is happening in the camp of the National Democratic Congress and that of the two independent candidates, Mamie see
4: Very grateful, Human and Terry, with our sister station Love firm in Kumasi. As it promises to be very interesting, they will be bringing you updates on what happens. And away from that, the government's quest. To digitalize and transition the education sector into an electronic learning platform is fast gaining momentum as stakeholders commence a regional consultative dialogue on digital and electronic learning. The regional meetings are to consolidate efforts and ideas to complement the traditional brick-and-mortar form of education with hopes of introducing an e-learning platform in the coming year. Now, Executive Director of the Center for National Distance Learning and Open Schooling, Nana Jeffy Adriabo says the country's education system is ready for the incorporation of hybrid teaching and learning. There's more in this report.
3: Ghana's educational system was derailed following the emergence of COVID-19 pandemic, forcing many students, especially public business schools, to stay out of class for nearly a year. The situation hampered the progress of academic activities, necessitating the introduction of a virtual learning platform. Stakeholders in the educational sector and telecommunication service providers have been dialoguing at a regional integration program on online digital and electronic learning, beginning in the Ashanti Region. The exercise is to formally and completely transform Ghana's education system. Executive Director of Senlos, Nana Jinfi Ejabwo, says policies and other resources are being instituted to hybridize the educational sector talk about and education. Certain things has to be in place before you can even entirely even move education from a traditional setup to online. You need to look at policies. You need to look at infrastructure. You need to look at uh, content. You need to look at uh, capacity. You need to look at assessment. You need to look at curriculum. All this has to be in place before you can say that
12: yes, I am moving to online. Ghana, I will say that we we'll are ready for hybrid now.
3: Currently, the Ministry of Education through the initiative is running both online and offline learning and teaching platforms via 8iBOX and ICampus GH. Consultant at Sendalos, Dr. Kofi Sapon, says the new national framework would afford the youth access to degree programs online.
13: This framework is going to be an integrated platform which will fully be deployed for Young people in Ghana to enroll on and learn without classroom space. So they will learn right from, attain their degrees purely online. They will not need to go to a classroom. They may not even have teachers before. Or what they are going to do, they are going to do their teaching, they are going to have their assessment, they are going to have courses, everything fully integrated on the platform.
3: Goal four of the sustainable development goals provides an inclusive and equitable quality education and lifelong learning opportunities for all. UNESCO representative in Ghana Abdurrahman Diallo assures of an all inclusive e learning policy.
9: Objective is the inclusion, inclusion, equity, inclusion uh, for all, and all means for all. So, whatever. We develop at the global, national, or regional level is to ensure that each beneficiary's uh, specificities are to be taken into account. So that's why, within the framework also of the responses for ICT in education, we have to ensure that they are
7: tailored uh, products for disabled. Person.
3: STEM Policy Advisor and the Ministry of Education, Professor Makadoma Samoa is emphasizing on resources for sustainability of the program.
7: We want to
11: make sure that we will have the resources to continue to do the things that we do on it. We also want to ensure that we have teachers who have been trained well so that there will be no short supply of teachers. We want to make sure that we have the digital devices, and in addition to the digital devices we also have data to be able to
3: undertake all this. The national policy meeting is expected to be replicated across the 16 regions of the country. For Joy news, my name is Emmanuel brant We'll
4: be back with more stories after this break.
12: is Evans Mensah. I would like to tell you about the Joy News Impact Makers Awards and why you should be excited about it. Because you see, they are people who dedicate themselves to a course they care deeply about. These are everyday people who go the extra mile to make their communities better. I'm talking about the people making real impact on humanity. The Joy News Impact Award is about these individuals. Many of you have nominated that person you feel truly deserves to be celebrated as a joint news impact maker. Our panel of judges is receiving the entries. In May, 10 of these amazing and outstanding people will be selected at an event that would celebrate their remarkable dedication and service to humanity. This is the John News Impact Makers Awards, where we celebrate ordinary people who are making extraordinary impact. Join John News and the multimedia group to recognize, honor, and support dedicated people and in their inspiring work. John News Impact Makers Awards. It's time to celebrate greatness.
4: Welcome back. We'll go back to Kumelo where there's more happening in the NDC camp. Joining us now is the Regional Communications Officer of the NDC, Dr. Frank Amakuheni, who will be bringing us the latest in the NDC camp. Mr. Amakuheni, Dr. Amakuheni, I beg your pardon. With just two days to the election, if you can tell us the preparations in the NDC camp. Thank you, sir. Uh, I am the spokesperson
5: uh, for the, the Asante Region. And we are on grounds like Kubawu, working very hard to bring victory, God willing, on Tuesday. And we are wrapping up the campaign today. You know, according to a day to election, there shouldn't be a campaign activity. And I can tell you in confidence that it will take a miracle for any other candidate to win this election, apart from Kotiya Mankwa who is the NBC candidate for the first election. And I just because the reception of this message and this candidate is, is, is epic. And I mean, it's historic. And as far as my experience in the region is concerned, this is the first time we've had that momentum gathered from NBC candidates in the constituency. And it's based on the input the party has made, the development the party has brought to the people of Kumbawuki, counting their roads, counting their hospital, their water projects, among other interventions, their market in the constituency. And one key thing for us is that at least we have indigents from the constituency that we have we have promoted in our government. We have given opportunities to serve the county who are leading the campaign for us in the constituency. We had the former president uh, John Dramani Mahala coming down to help with the retail campaign. We had, the, we still have the national chairman on the field, the national general secretary, the national organizer, uh, uh, all on the field. And a former finance minister, a former governor of the Bank of Ghana, who is an indigent of Kumawu, also leading the charge for us as this campaign is concerned. Dr. Komunandufo, using himself as an example of, of, of the ties that we have with the people of Kumau. That is speaking, our counterparts on the other side don't even have a former minister to even show that this is someone who is promoted so far as the constituency is concerned. They don't appoint people from the constituency, neither do they even bring development in the constituency. But at least for us and for the appointments we have made for the constituency, through them we are able to get the Kumau water project, we are able to get the Kumau. We be able to get the kumaru dobon Road, Kumaru-Abugu Road, all by the fact that we had a former finance minister coming from that constituency. So, I mean, the, 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 the achievement of the NDC is evident in fact, and it surpasses all other competitors in this election. And we are so uh, hopeful that come this day, we're going to see the presidential election.
4: Well, Dr. Frank Amuakouine, before you leave, there's this research from the Global Info Analytics predicting a loss for your candidate. What do you make of that research?
5: No research surpasses the reality. And for us, the reality is not far from it. We just use it. So whatever research finding that is out there would only be either confirmed or disputed after Tuesday. So we are really not paying attention to this kind of research here there. We believe that the work is on the ground, and we are on the ground, and we would want to discuss the work at the end of the contest on Tuesday rather than having to either be comforted by a research finding or be by a research finding. Uh, so we are only focused on making sure we deliver our targets so as far as is concern, and we have time to just
4: suppose the results we have predictions that came before the election. We're grateful, Dr. Frank Amoku in Ashanti Secretary of the NDC. Now, moving on, President Akufo is urging personnel of the Ghana Armed Forces serving in Guinea Bissau to maintain the highest level of professionalism in the discharge of their duties. Now, the purpose of the President's visit to the Ghanaian contingent was to assess at first hand the well-being of the troops and how the unit has effectively carried out its mission and tasks since its insertion into the operational area in June 2022. We will be hearing from him shortly, but first, Combat Team Commander Lieutenant Colonel David Kosa says the unit is well aware of its role and will live up to expectation.
9: Mr. President, your visit today is a historic visit and a memorable one indeed. Your visit to the gallant officers and soldiers of the Ghanaian contingent of the Equal Stabilization Support Mission is historic and memorable because of three reasons. Firstly, knowing your track record, it demonstrates and affirms your firm commitment to constitutional democracy, thus having sent us here on this very special important mission back in June last year, you have followed up to see the progress we have made and also to encourage us to continue with the hard work we are doing. Secondly, it demonstrates the confidence you have reposed in the military hierarchy and personnel of the armed forces and last but not least, Mr. President, I can also confidently boast that throughout my 18 years career as a military officer and even the 28 years of the older serving member of the contingent, this is the first time we are having a commander-in-chief visiting personnel on an external operation in the field. Can we give a big round of applause to Mr. President, we are highly honored and privileged to be part of today's history. And we want to assure you that as our Commander-in-Chief, we will continue to remain loyal and make you proud. Furthermore, we want to assure you that we shall continue to wear the Ghana flag with pride and lift Ghana's image higher, not only as gallant soldiers of the Ghana forces, but also as worthy ambassadors of our great country in order to make you proud as our Commander-in-Chief. Mr. President, in the spirit of the motto and slogan of the contingent, I wish to say that we shall remain determined and disciplined, resolute and agile, and be ever ready to protect and defend the tenets of constitutional democracy.
4: the small West African country, Guinea-Bissau, has experienced instability since independent from Portugal in 1974. um, Marked by coups, assassinations, and civil war last year, the country's security forces averted a coup. President Okufuado urged the Ghanaian troops to adhere strictly to the rules of engagement governing their operations in the country.
7: I remember last year when... I had to take the decision to commit you to this mission. And I had some hesitation because of the difficulties involved in the exercise. But I was also fortified by the fact that the Ghana Armed Forces has a very, very commendable reputation in peacekeeping operations, around the world and I knew that the, those who I would send here would maintain that reputation and even raise it higher. On my arrival here and I spoke to the president and I asked him how you were doing he was full of commendation for you and I want to be to thank you for keeping
4: First Regional Minister, Dr. Hafiz Bin Saleh, has called on the Northern Development Authority to see the regional coordinating councils in the operational areas as their partners. He says the various regional coordinating councils have existed for long and in a better position to help them surmount any challenge they may be facing. Speaking to the new Chief Executive Officer of the NDA, lawyer Sule Sambian, who called on him at his office he stated that the new chief executive and his two deputies have no reason to fail. Chinese Upper West Regional Correspondent Mefik Salam reports.
13: The Northern Development Authority, NDA, under its infrastructure for poverty eradication project, IPEP, has awarded 126 projects in the upper West region to various contractors for execution. Forty-four of the projects have so far been completed by the contractors. Since his appointment as the Chief Executive Officer of the NDA, Loew Sule Sambian's main objective is to ensure that all 126 projects are completed and handed over to the people for use. After a successful tour of the Savannah region where he commissioned some completed projects, Loew Sule Sambian turned to the Upper West region to continue his mission. At Zage in the Jiribah municipality, he commissioned a 23-unit classroom block for the community. Law Assembly noted that despite plethora of projects initiated and completed by the MPP government, very little is known of them, who the latter needs to trumpet on to bring to the attention of the people. The contract sum for this project was about 450,000 cities. And as you can see, it's been finished. We are now trying to pull electricity into the, into, into the uh, classrooms. As I want, it's a beautiful edifice, I must say. And I must also add that there's so much of the story of the MPP that we have not been able to tell. I can say that out of about 126 projects that were awarded in this, in this um, region, about 44 of them have been completed. 44, but that story
5: has never been told. Nobody-
4: And now, for your events such as weddings, book launch, or birthday parties, you definitely need an MC to make the event successful. The new Chevy Silverado
2: HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD own work own play own life learn more at chevy.com find new roads